love, that ever-flowing liquid fire of life, ever-expanding and illuminating truth, which is always revealed with wisdom, a spiritual nutrient necessary for vitality that is maintained through selflessness, a filter of ether that aids purity, which is love. Love, a limitless paper lantern floating into infinity on the intentions and actions of initiates of the mysteries. Welcome fellow phoenixes to the Spiritual Phoenix Podcast. I'm Ross Cessna and together we are the Spiritual Phoenix. The intent of this show isn't to tell you what to think, but to get you to think and originally articulate yourself in a way that is uplifting. We are the artists of our lives and today is a blank canvas. Let's collectively create a better tomorrow. And uh, now I'd like to take a moment and focus on what we're grateful for today. Um, today, I'm grateful to have been part of this um, biological evolution that started out on a um, very simplistic level that has now elevated itself to um, where I'm able to communicate with you via um, all these different methods of uh, technology. And I'd like to uh, read another review that I got. And if, if you could send me a review on iTunes, um, there's a link directly to the iTunes thing. So you can just fill out a review and uh, let me know that you like the podcast. Reviews will help me reach new people. And uh, it's kind of nice to, to get a little feedback and see that this is resonating with you. Um, this is from Squishiful. <laughs> um, and it says, Ross. You seem like you have a wonderful head on your shoulders. I enjoyed listening to your most recent podcast. I can definitely relate to some of the feelings you were describing. I like how you discussed how it is sometimes better to let others be, and if it's meant to happen, it will. I found your podcast from the Positive Heads Facebook group. I feel like you can do a lot of good for the Youngstown area. You mentioned that you had moved away for 10 years. Now you were back. This area needs positive people like you to share their story, especially with the ever-growing drug epidemic. People need other people. You could be the inspiration for someone to make a change. Keep fighting, Alicia. Well, thank you very much for that review. Um, and I'll say this, I've said it before, if uh, you like this podcast and you already don't listen to the Positive Head podcast, I highly suggest that you check it out. It will probably resonate with a lot of you. Um, and they have a Facebook group where you can kind of interact with other like-minded people and um, people that are off the uh, common path somewhat and, and into this more um, wider area of different beliefs. It's very supportive and there's uh, a lot of good information and a lot of good topics that are uh, shared there. Um, as far as being good for the Youngstown area, I hope to be. Um, I was really kind of a, a bane <laughs> or a burden on the Youngstown area when I was out in active addiction. And um, it's nice to be able to give back. And I have done some things in the community that have um, helped some people. And it's a good feeling to actually be participating in my community and attempting to make it better 
as opposed to be one of those people that are um, criticizing how they don't like the, the way that the world is and then not doing anything to actively change it and expecting all these other people to uh, make the changes. It's like that there's this meme and it says, who wants change? And everybody raised their hands. Everybody raises their hands and it says, who wants to change? And then nobody raises their hands. Um I'm totally fine with changing. I'm going to change regardless, um, whether it be for the better or for the worse. And by actively pursuing change in my life, I'm in a better position to change for the better. Um, I mentioned that I moved away for 10 years in a recent podcast. I actually misstated my own time away. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll make a, a uh, an explanation for that. I moved away for about six years um within a span of six years, but really I was mentally distant before I moved away. And then when I moved back, I really wasn't here either. Um, I was out in the ether somewhere far away. It's only been within the past eight months, nine months that I've really kind of come back into myself and really become present um, in lots of ways. And I'm grateful to share my story. It helps me, and I've been told that it's helped other people. Um, and there is a big drug problem in this area. And I'm kind of on the front lines of helping people with that in some ways by going to uh, different 12-step meetings. And, and I need to get more involved and help more people. Um, I have to get comfortable with me first because I can't give what I don't have. And I'm getting there more and more every day. So thank you very much, Alicia. That was a very kind review. Um, now I'd like to get into a couple of quotes for today's episode. Technology is the campfire around which we tell our stories. And that was said by Lori Anderson. Humans are the reproductive organs of technology. And that was said by Kevin Kelly. And now I'm going to read what the definition of technology is and then get into today's topic. Technology is a manner of accomplishing a task, especially using technical processes, methods, or knowledge. And today's episode is about how we are a technology of the universe. Um, some of you might be like, what the hell is he talking about? If you think about it in the sense that We've been created through all this biological evolution, all these different processes um, to end up where we are today. And as a species, generally, we're kind of, um, as Alan Watts described, like an aperture for the universe to witness itself. So we are able to kind of explore, like there's different programs and computers or whatever that are able to kind of scan the computer system for different things get information about different processes within the computer and basically understand how they function. And it's my belief that we're somewhat like that. And it's it's a metaphor. I'm not saying directly that we are created specifically for that, but it's kind of like we're, we're we were developed in a sense by source um, energy or whatever you want to call it to experience this creation, this um, thing that's kind of illusion, but also not illusion. Like it's so um, nebulous to really understand and some people will get it and some people won't. 
as far as technology being the campfire on which we tell our stories, if you think about it now, it really is in lots of senses. Um, I still think that we need that or- organic fire to tell our stories. And there's a, um, a sense of trance that's induced by fire, a sense of community. But part of our community more and more is becoming connecting through this way. Um, which has some benefits, and it also has its detriments. And as far as humans being the reproductive organs of technology, that is very true. At a certain state, um, I I mean, we're somewhat there now. Technology will be able to create itself and upgrade itself. Um, I think one of the big fears that people have about artificial intelligence isn't so much um, that they're going to be against us. It's that we're going to be obsolete. And part of what we're afraid of in artificial technology is somewhat programming them to be like us. See, a lot of people want to create these robot slaves and give them this intelligence and stuff like that. Um, The real issue is, in a very true sense of the word, a lot of us are um, outdated technology in the sense that our operating systems of um, isolationist mentalities, um, nationalist mentalities, uh, sexist mentalities, all these different things are incredibly outdated because they no longer really serve a function. We are a global community, and it's like our, our nations have become kind of come like crips and bloods, or to keep it with the technology um metaphor it's like we're the united states of apple and then russia's like ibm or whatever you know what i mean like our nations have become different brands of of the technology of humanity and it's really kind of counterintuitive in lots of ways um because we're all here together we're all here to survive to raise families to live to experience life and it goes back to the concept of ultimately any technology or most technologies can be used for good or for evil Um, there's benefits to nuclear energy there's also obviously detriments to it Um, so we really need to kind of refine ourselves as a technology um And that's the thing, as each individual, through meditation, through um, mindfulness, through conscious awareness of our actions, we're able to kind of upgrade um, our individual operating systems to better function and better um, serve our purpose, in my opinion, which is to help the system of and not the system the quote-unquote system the system of the universe the system of source energy the system of this planet function better a lot of us are out of whack a lot of us have kind of been compromised by let's just use the analogy of like a computer virus um and that computer virus in many ways in my opinion would be consumerism um, capitalist society, whatever you want to call it, um, religious extremism, whether it's 
Christian extremism, whatever, um, where it isolates and says, out of the thousands of different things, I know the one truth. Um, and I think that all those people have parts of the truth, don't get me wrong, but where I think that they are mistaken is in disconnecting everybody else. Like, I also would say that if you look at it in the, if we're technology, then all these other natural processes and things around us are technology as well. Like trees are a technology that produce air for these other technologies. Um, the ocean currents and stuff like that is a process within the, the, the technology of the ocean because there's all these different creatures and, and abundant life forms that live there that sustain other life and it's a very symbiotic relationship so um i really do think that we are a form of universal technology created with the intent on experiencing the system of the world in which we live um, our purpose would really be to categorize identify and attempt to understand the quote-unquote operating system of the universe and i say that in bold quotes as i I don't believe the simulation theory or, or holographic hubba blue or whatever you want to call it. Like, and I could be wrong. I don't know. It, it to me, people perceive it that way because we've created these artificial systems, and it's easier for some people to understand that. Like, people will say life is a video game, and it's like, no, video games mimic life. I don't believe that life is a video game in any sense of the way. It may be similar to. But I think that that really um, minimizes what we really are experiencing in lots of ways. And I, I could, totally could be wrong, but I do think we are a technology created from some universal consciousness um, that just kind of thought us in, in, into creation or whatever. And we're used to explore its own mind Um and that's really all I got to say on this. Um, I am going to be starting uh, a subscription-based thing for people that like the show and kind of want a little more content. Um, and as I develop that, there'll be information. I, I do want to offer discounts on tarot card readings and stuff like that to people that do subscribe um, and that vibe with this. And it's not going to be very much money, like the cost of like a cup of coffee or two a month. Um, just to, to kind of cover production costs, um, I don't know. As I develop it, I'll put information out there. You can uh, follow me on social media at Spiritual Phoenix. There's a, the spelling of that's in the banner below. Um, visit the website, spiritualphoenix.com. I'm going to be attempting to get more articles and stuff up there, so it's not just me reposting the same videos. Um, and with that, I love, respect, and appreciate all of you. Love and light. Namaste. I'm going to put this episode on the pyre. Don't believe. Don't follow. Do not consume. Do not watch. Largely what I'm talking about here is reclaiming experience. This is what's been taken from us. It's a self-advancing self-expanding, self-defining process. 
and it takes no prisoners. The real world isn't a spiritual world, it isn't a material world, it isn't an empty world, it isn't a solid world, it's simply...